0: Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey, everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm here with Pastor Bob, and we have a special guest today, Pastor Jody Andrews.
1: So special.
2: So special Special,
0: special, <laughs> special guest today I'm so glad
2: to be here <laughs> Yes All
0: the way from Mississippi
2: Mississippi
0: Yeah? Yes. Yeah So we wow, get to uh, mm-hmm. spend a little time
2: I didn't walk here though <laughs> No that That's a long way I took way. a plane, a train, and an automobile wow. Yes
1: Okay, we're sending you home on a bus <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay well there's gonna be a lot of weirdness today probably and some laughter it's all good oh okay yeah. oh yeah
2: <laughs> i'll Excellent. be prepared for it <laughs>
0: all right well pastor jody how about if you tell us a little bit about yourself what you're doing where you're from who you are
2: Wowzer. Where do you want me to start? At Wherever birth or after?
0: <laughs> yes, give us the full are, are story.
2: Start at birth, <laughs> maybe prior to
1: birth.
0: <laughs> you no, pass? okay.
2: <laughs> so recently, within the last twelve years, uh, my wife and I we pastor Life Church in Columbus, Mississippi, and um, we've been we've actually been in Columbus for going on twelve years. So we uh, we basically did a church kind of a relaunch it was the church was really already planted by another uh church that we were in relationship with mm-hmm. and um yeah so we kind of relaunched the church and uh that's where we are um in columbus mississippi okay. so All right. and you transplanted from well oh wow that's a really so we went there from oklahoma city okay we were at the gate church um there with uh, bishop tony miller And Pastor Kathy, at the time, Bishop Tony Miller, has uh, went on to be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. But um, we were there with him um, when we left to go to Mississippi. But we actually were with Bishop and Pastor Kathy. I was with them when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, I knew both of them uh, actually before they were married and grew up with them. He's kind of the voice in my life, spiritual father. And uh, got sent out from there and made our way through a few church plants um, in Fort Myers, Florida, and then Denton, Texas, and uh ended up in Oklahoma, which then sent us to Mississippi.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well that's uh so, so we've gotten to know you because of the Millers, <clears throat> because of Bishop Miller yes. and Pastor Kathy, who we love, and yep. uh, that's how we've all gotten connected. So yep. they brought a lot of great friends into our life. We're really thankful for them.
2: And here we are. Here we are. We get to be friends. We do. Yes.
0: It's a good thing.
2: All of our friends are strange.
0: <laughs> That's the best kind of friend to have. Oh, I know.
2: I know. Wait, am I strange? You're saying I'm strange? No, I, I'm strange. Oh. <laughs> okay. I agree. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps
0: things interesting. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. a great
1: thing, actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay, so we uh, we talk a lot about discipleship on our podcast. We believe okay. that there's um, discipleship is what you know. It's obviously what Jesus modeled, yes. but people do it in a lot of different ways in a lot of different places. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what discipleship looks like in your sphere.
2: Hmm. Wow. That's a wow. That's a very broad question. It is. Um, for us it's a bit unique in the sense of I mean obviously discipleship we we do uh, from our church standpoint or just from and from our life standpoint I mean our kind of view of discipleship is not definitely not program driven mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. relational mm-hmm. so the way it looks for us um in our city now one of the things that our church does is we um we actually own three coffee shops and have our own roaster, um, which gives us, you know, a bit of kind of inroads into the community. But out of that, we use those coffee shops as opportunities to, um, to reach out to people. But then on top Mm -hmm. of that, we also use them as opportunities for discipleship and growth and building relationships or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think generally speaking, like what does discipleship look for us? Mm -hmm. I mean, if I just told you just straight up, yeah. I mean for us, discipleship is very just relational mm-hmm. just hands on and it's very honestly it's just it's unique with every situation yeah. so yeah, we don't really have any set discipleship style necessarily
0: yeah I I, I I love that because a lot of what we talk about is that discipleship is it really is living life together i mean that's what yes. Jesus modeled right, and so yeah. it's having people in your life and your in in their life, and it, yeah. um, there are discipleship programs, and there are ways, mm-hmm. I think, sometimes to disciple certain areas of people's lives. When you're talking about actually building disciples, that's really a whole person endeavor.
2: Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You know, and that is very relational. At least that's what we see modeled, Absolutely, I think, yeah. in the word.
1: Yeah. If there isn't a real connection there, then I don't know what it is exactly. You're kind of just doing religion
2: without the heart well so discipleship let's just say this discipleship Mm -hmm. is followership Mm -hmm. so i mean you can't really disciple anyone if there's no following right and um even in john so john chapter 2 um coming out of chapter 1 i think it's john chapter 2 no john chapter it's john chapter 1 um you know when john the baptist Mm -hmm. He actually had disciples that were with him before Jesus showed up on the scene, Mm -hmm. before he ever met Jesus um, face to face. Um, But he had disciples that he was relating to and pouring into. And even at that moment when he met Jesus face to face, what's interesting is he told his disciples, he pointed at, at Jesus and said, he's the one you need to follow, So I meant discipleship is literally, I mean, in reality is pointing people to Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's that simple.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I don't know. This is just, but it's interesting that some of them chose to stay with John. Right. Even after Jesus appeared on the scene. I think there is something in that um, for us as leaders. It's like, um, I don't know, just thinking about this, like, are we are we building disciples of ourselves? Are we pointing them to Jesus, and then right. at some point requiring right. them, like you go to Jesus? I'm not I'm not the answer for right. you anymore.
2: Well, you know? I think that's the to me that's the deal, and I is we can't have people. We're not making followers of us. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they have to be followers of Christ. So, yeah. I mean, Paul said, right, imitate me as imitate. I imitate Christ. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, he's not really saying he's not saying you know, mimic everything that I'm doing the way that I mimic. He's literally saying, become one with Christ the way that I'm one with Christ. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I think think that's a big deal. I think people with discipleship, I think if we disciple people – to be our disciples and we kind of teach them all the things that we do. I understand that we can teach people principles and things that we're doing. Mm -hmm. But I think in the middle of all that, if we're, if everything doesn't point them to Christ, I don't think we're really making disciples. Mm -hmm. I think we're making our own little groupies or our own little followers Mm -hmm. is my thought. I mean, what do you think? (laughs) I don't know. I think you definitely, uh, if you're pointing
1: them just to yourself, then you're setting them up for idol worship.
2: Oh yeah, you know, no you are yeah. what,
1: what, And actually I think that does happen quite a bit in life And in Christianity in general Yes, And uh, you know, I don't think the Lord has any place for that But it's a, uh, yeah, it's an interesting uh, thought there Because uh, we will all fail somebody along the way mm. Always, yeah he won't And so, um, yeah, we need to point him in the right direction Right All the time and I think we do that, actually, you know, we all, you know, have children and all of our children when they're little, um, we're like God to them. They come to us, you know, I like, got an owie, pray for me. And mm-hmm. But as they grow, you have to get out. Did you of say got way. an owie? An owie. You got an owie. Got an owie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, when they're little, little. Yeah. <laughs> They don't do that anymore because they're all like 40. <laughs> kind <of> <laughs> they're in their 40s now, so they don't I didn't anymore. mean to throw you off. And, uh, no, pray no, no, for no, no, me. That's no, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but then uh, in time, you have to get out of the way and yeah. point them to God. And for a while there, yeah. you're, uh, you're there uh, manifesting you, him to true. them, uh, yeah. showing them yeah, yeah. him. But sooner
2: or later, you yeah. have to get. You have You've to yeah. take, take your
0: owies to Jesus.
2: <laughs> but in but in reality, you you are you are pointing them to Christ, absolutely. Even though they don't they don't grasp that, uh-huh. right? You know, at their age as children. But I think right. as sp- spiritual kids, I think there's a level of we under we can be drawn to people mm-hmm. so easily yeah. to personalities and mm-hmm. all of those things that I just think I think it's one of the biggest things the church and I think believers have we have to work on is I mean because that's what Jesus said go and make disciples. Mm-hmm. And so what does that mean? I mean we're right. not supposed to make people do things the way or believe the way that we believed and mm-hmm. or things are supposed to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything should point people to Christ. Right. You know. Right.
0: Yeah, and the in that uh, great commission, you go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them, and teach them how to obey. Right, teach them how to actually walk out these principles. Teach them how to order their lives Mm -hmm. in ways that will um, demonstrate kingdom. Right. You know, and that yeah. takes maturity and I think the call to discipleship is really to grow people into maturity. It's not stay a baby and follow me and let me do everything for you and let me take care of you. It's like let me help um partner with the Lord to grow you into true sonship. Right. Right? And then you can reproduce discipleship in your In your life.
2: Absolutely. So let me ask you guys this. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna ask you a question. Because I'm on this show and I can do what I want. (laughs) You can, you're
0: our special guest. You can do whatever. So one
2: of the things that we've been doing as a church and believers over the last two and a half years, it started like just before the whole COVID thing in 2020. Mm -hmm. So 2019. We've 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 used this phrase, which is not I hate using it because it's not it doesn't describe it properly, but we've been saying that we've been doing a thing called redefining discipleship. And by that, I mean, we've been redefining the the pictures or the concepts that people have had with discipleship. And for some, like, let me just give you a picture. Mm-hmm. Like um, we see that a dis, the only way that you can disciple someone else is that you have to be ahead of them somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. I've been redefining that. That's why I get to the whole pointing to Christ thing, because in other words if that was the case if we were always you could only disciple somebody who was behind you somewhere and you're just teaching them something that you've already done mm-hmm. then you're really just teaching them to follow you but mm-hmm. if we learn to point people to Christ what it means is i can actually point disciple you to Christ even though i'm still even in the middle of, of still learn i haven't even learned that i have not even mm-hmm. got there yet mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of I guess because even like I'm thinking about John the Baptist. I mean, he he pointed those guys that were following him to Christ, and he was just experiencing Christ. Honestly, right. I'm not saying he did, and obviously he did already, mm-hmm. because he was the forerunner, right? And I mean, obviously he had God had dealt with him, but I'm I just I think little things like that. So my question to you is, is What do you think about redefining discipleship? And are there things that we've done with discipleship that are not really biblical, but we've called them discipleship?
0: that I'll you can that, think of. Throw that over to Pastor Bob, the, why, the well, wise, huh? one. <laughs> wise one. Great wise one.
1: Well, being a professor of discipleship, <laughs> having triple doctorates in these this area, I'm going to speak to this. I may be speaking over your heads a bit. But that's okay. Just stay with me and follow me. <laughs> um, I actually believe in actual discipleship that uh, the person who Believes they're doing most of the discipling is getting discipled by their disciples, also. Right, there has to Very be good. in the relational interchange, right?
2: I've never heard anybody else in the world say that. You're my hero. Wow.
1: No, I thought you were my hero. You're my hero. <laughs> no, you're oh. my hero. You
2: never hear anybody else saying
1: that. No, you're that's. True relationships, right? So right? True. You know, that's like when yeah. people enter into. Oh, we can go at the deep end here. Oh. People enter into you know marriage and the old school version of you know I'm the head of my house, which right. we are. You get the man is the head of right. the wife, you know. Mm-hmm. But if you're if your wife isn't imparting unto you. What kind of covenant is that? Oh, yeah. Like, it's one way. It's like, that doesn't work. And they're usually smarter than us. You know how that works. But, (laughs) you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. She may be listening to this. You better say, you know. I know, know, honey. (laughs) I know, darling. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, um, no, I believe that in true discipleship, uh, in the relationship of discipleship, it has to be a give and take. Right. You know, you may be bringing more information or um Obviously, uh, knowledge, experience, all of those things, but a person who's just new with Christ, they've got they got Christ exactly, and they may have parts right. of Christ right. you never saw, exactly. which is always you know mind boggling when it hits you. Exactly. Uh, when I've been involved in that my for so many years in my life, and I'm like, wow, they got that. Right. <laughs> right. That's great.
0: Yeah. No, I was thinking about this when you were talking about follow me as I follow Christ. It's not. I'm done with my journey following Christ. Now I'm going to point you. Like I'm just going to direct you from here. It's like no, we are both still following Christ. There is a a co journeying that's happening there, and there's a sharing of life together. And there's no way for anybody to experience what's happening in the earth ahead of anyone else, right? You're 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 walking through the same thing. Like I'm just thinking about our church, what we are experiencing as a church we're all experiencing it together there's new places that are opening up that no one has walked into yet right. and so we are walking into it together and there is this um follow fo- like i'm i'm following jesus let's follow jesus together let's walk this right. out together hopefully i'm a good example yeah. <laughs> as i'm walking this out i can help you um, maybe with, there's some a life experience that I can bring that may help us navigate this sure. a little bit easier. But we are walking out the same, yeah. the same new journey, the same yeah. path together.
2: And it's in a relationship with Christ, like Bob it said. Is. What mm-hmm. for? Like, um, let's just say you've known somebody for 40 years. Um, it's interesting. Some somebody may come up to you and go, "Wow, you've known them for 40 years. You must just there's so much you know." But they meet. They meet the person that you've known for 40 years mm-hmm. and what's interesting is their relationship with them. They mm-hmm. may know something about them. You've never known. Absolutely. That's right. So there's a total new, and and that's why it does has no, nothing to do with the amount of time, the length of time no. or a level. There's not levels necessarily. It's just, yeah. Well, uh,
1: I, I've just heard I this, but I think nobody on the earth has attained you know the <laughs> maturity of Christ, the fullness of Him.
2: No? <laughs> you know Seriously? that's what I heard at least. Well, my I mean, wife told me that I haven't. She definitely <laughs> said that I ha- haven't. They're she, so good at that. I,
1: yeah. <laughs> they're so good at letting yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but but the reality is is yeah. so everybody we're all in it. Right. We may be right. in different places. You know, learning oh, different sure. things, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. experiencing different things, but uh, we're all in it, and we're all being matured. Into into the fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. whatever that's going to look like. Because right. I don't know that anybody actually has a clue as to what that actually is.
2: No, exactly. It's
1: uh, you know we can all like right. You know oh, it could be this. It could be that. I, oh, I got this great revelation. It's like great. Yeah. <laughs> you have to live that one. Now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think Bob and I can just laugh all day. I think so too. That's yeah. what I'm
0: saying. I feel like you guys Let's could do a just laughing podcast. A laughing podcast.
2: <laughs> Elmo, we got you, buddy. <laughs> I think we can beat Elmo out on that one.
0: I'll just step yeah, out of the that, way, you guys. Just go. Just go. Laughter no, is kind We
2: want you here, yes,
1: Liz. We, we
2: need you. because We need you, Liz. This is
1: a little contagious, and this is why we're separated by this divide. Yes. You yes. Know, uh, thank somebody. you. I've never
0: been called a divide before. Yeah, you're I mean, the thank divide.
1: You <laughs> wow. There's a fearful gulf between God oh, and man. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Okay. I'm
1: not even saying anything. No do exactly. no, I'm, I'm gonna stay exactly. out of this. <laughs> oh my lord. I
2: okay. called you God. <laughs> <laughs> now we have a problem with that. No, just, <laughs> just, a, just a bit. <laughs> All just right. Little I'm
0: gonna jump into something different here. So Uh-oh. Pastor Jody, the last time you were here Uh-oh. was at the gathering and you were speaking there, and you said something. Hold oh, no. on. You said Something to the effect of, and you can correct me however it needs to be, but something to the effect of, you know, like I learned that you can either you can either live your life like it all depends on you, or like it all depends on Jesus, mm-hmm. and it's either one of those two things. Right. And as soon as you said it, I thought that's not true. <laughs> that was the wow. <laughs> that was the initial well, thought. Well, I'll like, see
2: you guys next time. <laughs> 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 Wow! Bring me on here and just embarrass me in front of everybody.
0: That was the initial thought that went
2: through my mind. I don't wow! That. I it's just don't think the beginning of sorrows wow. for you. Wow. And there's something else you said that I just don't believe. <laughs>
1: I was in that room. I Were heard you go do your old podcast. <laughs> I heard it, and I just went, "What? Yeah, <laughs> wow."
0: Uh, here's what I want to say. So, so I'm thinking about it. It Made me think. <laughs> is there
1: any redemption in <laughs> this the conversation? There is, is. Hang on. Ain't we tight. told you you're going to be interrogated. <laughs>
0: we didn't bring you down to the basement for nothing. Oh. Right?
2: <laughs> we are really in a basement, yeah, people. We are. Uh, <laughs> Affectionately known as the Kill Room. <laughs> wow, like K uh, yes, I L L. Yes, I'm like okay. okay.
0: <laughs> so it did make me think. Okay, anything from there? Because I'm like, well, you know, like Jesus has his part, we have our part. There's responsibility and all of that. But after <laughs> the process, the Lord has brought me through. Since then, I have come into agreement with you.
2: Yes. Ooh, <laughs> hallelujah. Agreement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now we're two or more agreed.
1: <laughs> Touching anything. This is Jesus it. is here. He's here. He's here. <laughs> and since she's never agreed with anybody, <laughs> oh, I so, want to so, write this down so, on my phone. So Today I'll right. Make a note.
0: Make a note. <laughs> <of May. laughs> yes.
2: Wow. No,
0: but I, I love it when people challenge the way I think, which is what I appreciated about that, is that, because that's a pretty extreme statement. Right, it's, it's either
2: very extreme,
0: either all this or I all this. Have made a
2: statement you, like
1: that? You, Did you, you mean it?
2: it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: but that is that's yes, an, it is extreme. It's an extreme uh, statement yeah. and that can be very um, offensive too. I think to people, and this is what brings it yeah. back to something you said the other night, Pastor well, Bob. Like, was it offensive? you have nothing to offer <laughs> except for Jesus? You know, I'm right. like that's pretty offensive. He said it to a room full of leaders. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's wow. a pretty offensive statement. Yeah, you know, so basically go ahead and Well, uh,
2: no no no, I was just going to say, I mean, that's that's uh what what's what's the process that you went through that made you go Oh,
0: like major breaking and uh realization that everything in my life is completely dependent on Jesus. Even the parts of responsibility that I have are only because of his grace, only because of his ability, only because of the life that he gave me. And so right. it really is everything is dependent on him, which really frees mm. you in a lot of ways. You know, once you can get past yeah. the the pride part of it and the religion part of, you know, what you feel you have to bring and you know all of that. It's cuz you hear that a lot. Like, well, God does his part and then you have your part. I don't understand what they're saying, but in reality, if I've died, <laughs> And Jesus is living through me. I right. have no more part.
2: Right. No. 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 I used to always, and I honestly, I do say this from time to time, but still to people. But after making that statement that I made last year, mm. it makes it makes me rethink because I, that's what I used to say. Well, you do what you can, and God will do what you can't. Mm. But which is is true, but. You can't do what you can exactly. without Christ anyway. Exactly. You can't breathe. You can't live. So, out, so. I have a question I for agree you. with Bob. I agree
1: with you. <laughs> I agree with you, Bob. <laughs> that was you. a
2: good statement. Yes, I have a
1: question for you oh, no. regarding all that. This Uh-oh. is the interrogation. Oh, no. Now, having made such a bold statement like that. Yes. Are there times when you are struggling to believe it?
2: Like you a, believe that's it? That's a really good question. Oh yeah, it is. Do you know wh- what I find is I when I make bold statements like mm-hmm. that, it's because th- they're there for me to yes s- to swallow later. Mm-hmm. Yes. When I am challenged with something that I I'm realizing, do I really believe that? Then I it's put out there that yes, of course. Right. I get to a place where I can't. There's something that I thought I could do and I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then I, I go back and go wait a second. I really can't do that without Jesus' help anyway. No, mm-hmm. no that's yeah. good. Well, also, I, I bring that up Probably because I feel times. like there's people listening
1: actually, and, um, you know, they, they are challenged in those areas. Sometimes they make a statement, sometimes a churchy statement or a mm-hmm. Bible kind of statement or a mm-hmm. religious statement, you know, and then it comes back to them, like, right, mm-hmm. where it tries them. Sure. Right? It tries us. Yeah, now, it's yeah, not yeah. I'm not talking about them, but yeah. I'm talking to someone out there now right. that, um, you know they may have been challenged in that area where they they believed, you know that 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 story. You know I believe Lord help my unbelief. Right. You know there's a component where we are working out our life before God. Yeah, we're working it out, and we're gonna make declarations like that. Right. That you, yeah, of course you. You know, got you've been with God. You've studied it possibly, and right. you, you know tried to wrap your mind around it, and your heart, and your spirit. You know, try to embrace it, and then when you say it. It's like, oh, it comes back.
2: Yeah, comes back. Oh, yeah, live
1: it, and and that's oh. not a bad thing. And oh. I, you know, I want to encourage anybody listening out there that um, they're ju- you're just working out your life like everybody else. I mean, here you have a very accomplished pastor, Pastor Jody, and he's you know got he's walked with the Lord most of his life, and um, and you know has church and has served people, and is now a you know pastor of his own church, and for many years. And um, that isn't um, it, it's not perfect for you, right. You're oh, still yeah. working it out. Oh yeah and I think people need to hear that because a lot of times they hear pastors talk and make declarations and think they got it completely. But that would step back to, or speak back to your statement about discipleship, because in discipleship, you're going to make statements that yes. you're going to have to like work out. Yes. Even yeah. after you've made them, even after you've studied them and prayed
2: on them. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So some people would say, you know, you fake it till you make it or you fake <laughs> it till you make it. Yeah. There are sometimes you say things yes. that you know you need to do that you're you're not totally living out. That it comes back to you all the time, and just you—you you basically end up preaching to yourself. Yes, right. Yes. One of the things my wife does is, um, and she's got me doing this now. I've got—I'm I'm doing this now with a group of of gentlemen, guys. We do like a—we uh, do a discipleship type setting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I call it Sacred Journey. Mm-hmm. And so there's guys from all over all over the United States actually that join in on this group. Mm-hmm. And we basically, I give, I do journal prompts every week Mm -hmm. and they, so which guy, men journaling is a big deal Mm because a lot of guys don't. So it's a new thing for a lot of the guys in the group. So they're learning how to journal. But one of the things we do is challenge people with their thoughts. Like my, my wife would say, you know, take five things that you're thinking right now that, you know, don't line up with God's word, throw them out and write. In other words, write five things that you want to think. Wow. So think about that. So this is my wife taught me this, write five things down that you want to think. So I've actually been doing that. It's pretty crazy because when you write down, now think about it. Some of the things I'm writing down, I'm not living yet, but I'm writing them down. And I go right into writing those things down. And then all of a sudden I realize now I'm living that out.
1: Wow. That's quite a mouthful there actually when you think about it that's a a heartful
2: (laughs) can i I give you a little like an example Mm -hmm. for instance i i i put on there one of my thoughts that i decided to think is i will see every person after the spirit Mm -hmm. and not after the flesh Mm -hmm. that's my thought and so what happens now then i get confronted with that every time i'm in the grocery store When I'm out somewhere, I run into somebody that just rubs me wrong. I have already just that morning in my journal written, I will see every person after the spirit, not after the flesh. Mm. And I'm confronted with thoughts that I haven't necessarily, I've started putting in my mind that I haven't lived out yet. But I'm telling myself how to live. Right. Sounds impossible. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds godly, maybe but impossible. just five thoughts at a time. That's oh, all I can man. handle. Maybe, but oh, wow. my wife says five. So, but anyway, that's that kind of connects to that a little bit. You mm-hmm. know. Wow. Mm-hmm. We need to get your wife out here. You ought to. We yes. need to have a podcast oh, with she's her. The, oh, yeah, yeah, she's, she's pretty good. Forget <laughs> it. Yes, I'm she's out of here. here. Like, wait. <laughs> On the next episode. <laughs> 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 that's the Jody. That's
0: the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it is really taking these bold statements and it is that is Christianity at its core because there's some really bold statements in the Bible, right? Some yeah. bold claims. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 um, soften them up, you yeah. know, to make them reasonable, I guess, for our lives and the way that we approach life and all of that. But when you really get down to the, the essence of what Christianity really is, what the word really says, there's some very it is very offensive a lot of what in the ways that it approaches your your flesh, your intellect, your abilities, your gifts, all of that. Um, you know, <clears> talking <throat> about saying like I will see everyone after after the spirit and not after the flesh. Like that's right. a that's a bold statement. And maybe it seems a little unreasonable in some ways, you know, but this is the the truth of the of the gospel. <laughs> it's the truth of the challenge, it's the truth of I I no longer live. It's Christ that lives in me.
1: Right. Those yeah. are some bold,
0: <laughs> some bold statements. Well, I think
1: you know the the problem is sometimes as Christians we uh, believe in the God of the uh, improbable instead of the God of the impossible, yeah. and so we tend to like hover around those things that are possibleish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we can right, get right. there maybe. Yeah. yeah, we can get there on our own maybe even yeah. without God.
0: And that's the thing. It's like <laughs> yeah. what seems reasonable that we can accomplish.
2: Yes, right. Yeah. We can believe yeah. what we think. Is possible, but we're not sure. Right. Stretch out there and do that. Yeah.
0: Instead Why? of, yeah, the transforming power of God that does miraculous things through imperfect people. I'll tell you what
2: I'm most impressed with is that you remembered something I said from last I, year. So. <laughs> no, it, I'm
0: telling you. It hit Let it me. Let me write that
2: down. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's impressive. It was good. It was good.
0: Yeah, and the Lord, is, the Lord has worked a lot in my life. No, no, no.
2: Now, that was, I wasn't cutting on you. I was cutting on no, that you I remembered know, my word. I was, I was actually surprised could, by the myself. Way, I could tell. I, I could tell by the fear in oh. your eyes when
1: she asked the question about last year. You were like, oh, 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 what did I say? Can
2: I remember what I I said? (laughs) Yes. I deny that. I did not say that. Do you have that on recording? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I tend to, you know what? I I okay. I will say this. I'm I'm very thankful you actually brought that up Mm. because I I tend to sometimes share things for shock value. Mm. I used to, to Mm. be honest with you. I used to share things for shock value thinking that I'd grasp people's attention better. And then I'll be able to talk to them a little bit about it. Mm. some of those things do bring shock value, but like that phrase and there's some, there's got a few more I could give you. <laughs> there's a few more things that some that I share that I, they've not, it's, they're not shock value to me anymore. They shock other people because mm. maybe they haven't heard it that way or they haven't thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically it gets me to the place where it, it, it actually helps me process and think more yeah. and kind of what you said, go back to that bounces back to you. You have to live, you have to live up to that or, or you have to keep digging into that, yes. you know, to right. find out more about what it is that this mm-hmm. mystery, mm-hmm. this discipleship <laughs> is a mystery. It a is. A big mystery. <laughs> I mean, right? Yes. It is. And so. it's a
0: lifelong, it's a lifelong pursuit. Yeah. It never ends. I mean, it shouldn't, it shouldn't end discipleship
1: it shouldn't no. at all i think get, they get, you're not doing it if you're if you're ending
2: no and you know what i one of the things that we've done and i picked this up from a man i can't it's horrible i can't remember the pastor's name but he's he's actually out of brazil mm. and um, um abraham something i can't remember his last name but he actually developed a, a kind of a model of discipleship mm-hmm. you know that at a, at beginning i kind of thought that's a little bit too much structured in the sense but it's he really just structured it around relationship mm-hmm. and so basically i mean we're talking about a church that has like 10 to 15,000 people uh-huh. basically the the culture that they said it took them probably 20 25 years mm-hmm. is that every person is discipling somebody and somebody, everybody has, has, a, has somebody they're discipling and somebody is the disciple of somebody else. Mm. Yes. And so it's really kind of a, we've really tried to actually bring that into our church a little bit. We started three years ago and I actually told our team, it's probably going to take us five to 10 years to even begin to make it, see that that happen. But yeah. we're kind of doing it a little bit with our small groups, getting it in people's minds mm. that who are you discipling? Because we, here's the deal we uh, this is another to me I, th- I i call it a myth of discipleship okay. since we're since is this podcast about it's discipleship great, yeah. <laughs> am i on the right am you're, i on the right you're podcast on. you're okay still <laughs> okay um the well, another myth about discipleship is that you know jesus said to go out and make disciples well the only one that can be a disciple is a believer just so you know mm-hmm. he didn't say go out and make believers mm-hmm. so the only people that can be disciples are already saved. Mm -hmm. Right. So especially in the South where I'm from, all of your churches, a lot of the churches in the South, it's a big deal that, you know, the whole goal is we're supposed to go out and get people saved. No, no, no. God says, no, you're not supposed to, you're supposed to make Mm -hmm. disciples. Mm -hmm. And so, and then you start bringing in the, the whole thing that Jesus says, how do they know that you're my disciples? That's right. By your love for one another. Mm -hmm. So how do you love one another? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you have to have that relationship and you have to have that. You have to enter into discipleship time. Mm -hmm. So, really, disciples aren't outreaching the unsaved. Disciplers are actually discipling people who are already saved. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
2: So, that's a little bit of a, at least in the South where I'm from, that's a foreign thing. If I shared that with somebody Mm -hmm. just randomly that's grown up in church in the South, that would challenge their thinking that, oh, I thought if we're making disciples, it means we're supposed to go out and get people saved. No. When they give their heart to the Lord, you're our call is then we're supposed to be pointing them to Christ the whole time. Yes. Yeah. You know, I heard uh, that same gentleman
1: speak that a pastor from Brazil at Affecting Destiny yeah, that's like where I might heard have it. been 5 years no, ago. It was a long him. time. Ago. Yeah,
2: so you heard the same? Uh,
1: yes, and it, it really resonated with me because the component I think he said they had 35,000 oh, so was some I'm all, crazy so I'm number. All. Yeah,
2: 20,000 to 15. I just yeah, like 15. you're evangelist. You're oh, an yeah, evangelist. Yeah, I'm giving
1: the evangelistic uh, <laughs> uh word. he and uh, and I was like, "Wow, how did that work?" And then, uh, and he he explained that everybody's being discipled and right. discipling at the same right, time. Right. And it struck me at the time. I thought that takes a lot of um, vulnerability, um, uh, intimacy, uh, mm-hmm. uh, being open mm-hmm. to someone. Um, you know, someone speaking into your life as well as you speaking to someone else's life, and being in life together. All of you, there's a that's a big challenge if you're trying to work that out with your church that's we are. i mean the possibilities yeah. are endless because that's the charge was to everybody right he didn't right. say okay only the pastors disciple right you know he's like everybody, everybody disciples yeah. right and um that's risky. so it's very risky because you become uh tr- you have to become transparent in discipleship or else it's not really discipleship jesus was totally transparent with his guys totally and if he and when they stepped, you could tell they were rough. It was rough for them stepping into that, you know, but right. they did. But they <laughs> must have. Just a little. Just a little. They must have had such a closeness to him, you know, care for him because even, <laughs> even though they're seeing, you know, God on earth performing these miracles, doing, you know, Walking right. on water, raising the dead, and then asking him dumb questions, <laughs> you know, or challenging him. That was him. pretty vulnerable. Yeah. Uh, you think so? It's yeah, like, that uh, was pretty well, vulnerable. He must have invited them. This is the one thing I, I've always felt about that. He must have invited them into that closeness with him. Mm-hmm. So they felt safe enough mm-hmm. to ask, to ask dumb the dumb question. Because yeah. the dumbest questions, one's yeah. not asked. Yeah. It's just, you know, and yeah, so it just, true. Um, and it just struck me how he, Wooed them, like you said, that love thing. He wooed them into that place where they would uh, allow themselves to be discipled. Sure, and uh, and I think they discipled each other in that process too. I think right while he was there, they were still work. They were actually working on each other in some oh, strange course. ways. They, you know, they they probably rubbed each other a little weird. And, you know, but you could I'm tell sure. they had uh, they had a thing going on there that was tremendous in God, and he yeah. that's what he modeled for us.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's so yeah.
1: Messy.
0: Wow. It's all sounds so messy.
1: It's a beautiful Isn't there mess. There like a beautiful nice mess.
0: program. can we just put it in yeah. like well, that's what, 10 that's, steps of discipleship because th- what that. you're talking about <laughs> is a giant mess.
2: <laughs> but that's uh-huh. what it should be. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right? Exactly. It should yeah. be messy. Yeah. yeah. It has to be.
0: I think that's why people shy away from it. And honestly because it is it's messy. There's no there's no clear formula. There's no clear-cut answers a lot of time you have to be dependent on the spirit you have to be listening right? you right. have to be engaged with people you have to be listening to them listening to right. the lord it really is a requirement um to be present with people and present with the lord and that requires time that requires investment it requires emotional investment i mean there's a lot you know there's there's a lot that goes that. The problem along with, with that, that
1: is God gets all the glory in that right. process. Yeah, we a, don't get the glory. Right. Did we you don't just get say no, the. He's yeah, like, <laughs> "Oh, I got 12,000 disciples following yeah. me." It's like, "Great." Yeah. <laughs> 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 they followed you right off the cliff.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not good. Not oh good. my lord! Oh my lord! You just hey, made me laugh so hard. I snorted right into you the microphone. No, I just it's snorted. That's
1: okay. good. We, good. We're Gosh. okay with snorting. That
2: snort was for all of you out there. It's one of my special snorts. That was a, almost a Holy Spirit snort. <laughs> it was a very anointed. I
1: could. Do that.
0: But is the mess of it's the mess of family. I think actually, you know, it's all the
2: I, it's all combined. That's yeah. it.
0: That's really yeah. what it is. And I think that's really what this world is looking for. And when you're yeah. talking about they'll know you're my disciples because of the way you love each other. That's what it yeah. is. It's family.
2: It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at at our church, uh just something else that's kind of come out of this as we've, you know, it's just really just mentioning it and saying it over and over, and even if it's not working, just mm-hmm. saying, Hey, we're gonna everyone needs to be discipling somebody you need to you know, be discipled by mm-hmm. somebody. It's funny that even in the church, even though uh, we don't want to get stuck on the structures and everything, but let's just say just basic things from hospitality to serving in the kids ministry or helping in youth or helping in the parking lot or doing all of those different little things. Mm-hmm. Somebody on our team, um, one of our volunteers came up and basically said, you know, I realized that I sit next to, and they name the person so-and-so every week in the nursery or, you know, every, we serve together in the nursery every, you know, a couple of weeks and realize that the moments that we've been sitting there with the kids and we've talked about things that are going on, yeah. they were actually discipling each other. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how simple it is. It's mm-hmm. literally doing life. And it's not even that vulnerability mm-hmm. part it's not like you're being asked to come and answer a bunch of get vulnerable questions, you know, right. like you guys are asking me, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> <Grilling> no, you. <laughs> but uh, grilling me with those questions. Um, but the uh, it's it's more of just doing life together yeah. and being in that place where you feel and you do feel there's a bit of safety and I understand that you feel secure enough to do that to say, well, this is what I'm feeling or this is what I go through. What do you? How do you do that? Mm-hmm. That's discipleship mm-hmm. at this at the just. Easy level and actually at the high level to me. Mm-hmm. That's what discipleship is.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think also when you're engaged in actual discipleship, one of the vulnerable areas is, and something you were actually speaking on a little earlier today in our meeting about hearing right, Him, hearing right, God. Right. Uh, disciples are going to ask, people who you're involved with in discipleship are going to ask you, what are you hearing from God? Right. What is he telling you? What's he saying to you? What's the last thing he spoke to you about? And if you're not willing to engage him, the the Lord that way, uh, you won't be willing to engage People that you're in discipleship with. You oh, won't be exactly. in discipleship with them, actually. You'll just be an uh, acquaintance. Right. right. You know, yeah. And not yeah. the real deal. And so that's, um, uh, so that vulnerability comes on a lot of levels. Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's not just an interrogation like we're doing to poor Pastor no. Jody. Yeah. It's like,
2: no. No. <laughs> it's, uh, this blood. is actually easier than I thought. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was sweating <laughs> yeah. bullets before this thing. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah. if this was it's, hard, we wouldn't well, be able we to do thought, it. I
0: oh, <laughs> haven't gotten to the hard questions I yet. Thought, oh, really?
1: Oh, we like safe. to do those off air. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: it's. Uh, <laughs>
0: Pastor Jody, That's can funny. you talk to us a little bit about discipling nations?
2: Oh my lord, what uh, am I supposed to say about that? I
1: don't
2: know. Wow. A little bit about discipling you nations. Believe. I mean, I don't know. I'm from Mississippi, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, discipling nations. Mm-hmm. You have to be more specific, Liz. <laughs>
0: okay. In Liz, what, in you what have to ways, work harder. In what ways, Pastor Jody, are you involved <laughs> with discipling nations?
2: Discipling nations. Well, hmm. in what ways are we involved with discipling nations? Do you? Mo- I'll I help you out.
1: I'll pull you out of this one. Do, Do you, you model? Man? Thanks, this, Bob. Yeah. In, you know, in that Thank. foreign country, Mississippi. To, no, you, <laughs> no, to you, Bob. No, you know, in that. And uh, when you go to other places, yes. other nations, do, yes. you, do you model discipleship to them? Do you bring people with you that you're in discipleship with, and do they see it? Like, just yeah. telling somebody about discipleship is, yes. I mean, you know, here's yeah. our discipleship program, but yeah. do you have to model it to people? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah.
2: I mean, now, on, a, on an international level, when we go to different places mm-hmm. or we're involved in, you know, we're not involved in tons of countries but the countries we are involved in Mm -hmm. those people anyway we're connected to relationally so there's a level of you know discipleship that happens there i mean liz you know one of the couples that we know in greece Mm -hmm. and um um, they're continually being they're vulnerable with us we're vulnerable with them Mm -hmm. you know just from a from a ministry standpoint they're they're new into ministry but. Have loved God all their life, you know, mm-hmm. and have a relationship with the Lord. So we're we learn from them; they learn from us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we model that. Um, but it does it. But it it's also very relational, mm-hmm. you know, in that sense, mm-hmm. as far as discipling nations.
0: Yeah, yeah. See, that was, that is that it That wasn't that it was it? Jeez, I Bob, helped me out. Yeah, that
2: was a real You're gonna get the bill later, man. Are well, that, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep track. So here's now. the thing: I Do think think you take we... cash out? <laughs> 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 I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't even know what it is. You're <laughs> you're old, yeah. You write old. Him a check, you're a young man. Write him a check. Nah, you, know. <laughs> you are old.
0: Well, here's the thing: is that I think we look at a term like "make disciples of the nations," you know, and it's like some yes. big, overwhelming endeavor. And really, what that is is discipleship. There is the same as it is here. It is oh, about yeah. being relational. It's about, and I don't mean relational. In a weird networking kind of way to try to get a platform in that country. I'm talking right. about relational, like in authentic love and care right. for people. Right. You know? And that's, I think it's just bringing it out of the weird, um <laughs> the weird yeah. Christianity, like I'm going to disciple nations and I'm going right. to, you know, it's like mm-hmm. none of that is, I don't know where we get these weird ideas from. Yeah. You right. know, it's like the the big platform we're looking for. Well, somehow. I'm just
2: thinking about, so I'm thinking about like just a few weeks ago, you went to Greece. Mm-hmm. The, just a few weeks before that I was in Greece. Right. Well, when I went to Greece, I didn't go with a missions team. We didn't go over to preach. We didn't go over to sing. We didn't go over to do outreach. Mm-hmm. I went over to have dinner mm-hmm. and just hang with my friends in Greece mm-hmm. and talk about what God was doing. Mm-hmm. That's discipleship, yeah. and I think we think a discipleship discipling the nations is taking a missions team, or you have to go in and do some big outreach program. Right. That's it is actually just building relationships and mm-hmm. being connected. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I think that's what we did, huh? Yeah. That's what <laughs> that's, so well, that's what you, you guys like, did too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I
0: think that is that is kingdom. Right. You know, it is. I just I'm trying to get past this idea that we have, and maybe it's just American Christianity. I'm not sure, but there's this weird. You uh, brought
2: that up. Didn't
0: you?
2: <laughs> Do we have to go down that trail too? No, no we'll, leave it, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave that
0: for another we'll time. We're bringing you back. <laughs> but, you know, just I think um, a lot of people they they look at what their life is. They think their life is supposed to be in order to be um, successful, effective, all of those things. Jesus took twelve men. And invited them into his life. Right. Changed a nation, and they went from there to change other nations and other, you know, obviously down through the ages. But I think that there's a view of discipleship that we have to really bring our own soul into subjection of who am I? Who is in my immediate surroundings? Who has God assigned me to bring into my life and to share my life with and trust that that is. It's beautiful. It's effective. It is. That is kingdom. Right. You know, I'm not looking for some big platform.
2: No. Yeah, Um, I agree.
1: yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Jesus just. Yeah. He didn't. I don't know. He should have read their resumes. Well, oh, yeah. He really should yeah. have. Well, yeah. and, this, and if you're thinking
2: about building a ministry or a church, right. I mean, think about it. I mean, if he started off with 12, he ended with 11.
0: Yeah, sure. And then right. one
2: of them was still shaky of those. Yeah. So it, didn't, it wasn't like a, he didn't have a, this supernatural church growth plan happening, mm-hmm. but he literally modeled doing life with people. And like you said, mm-hmm. if you have if he did 12 people, Right. And he did that over a period of three years, not a lot, exactly. not, not for, mm-hmm. he did it for three years. He modeled that for us. Mm-hmm. If we can have those kind of connections over those periods of our life. And I realized that we might, maybe we might disciple more than 12 people, but even if you just did 12, think right. about how amazingly the world would change if everybody did that. Yeah. If we didn't worry about reaching the masses, but we worried about just hanging out with the two. Right. Mm. I mean, I think it would shift everything. Well, I think we
1: would okay. reach the entire world in that process. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's, I think that's the way it is
2: done, right? Well, let's. It's done any other way. Let's get it done. Yeah. Let's get yeah. it let's done. Let's do that thing. <laughs> Put yeah. the memo out. The yes. <laughs> this is how we're doing it, people. Well, they're going to have to see
1: our love one for another. If they don't see that, they're going to just, they'll see religion at right. its best. Right. Or right. worse. Exactly. <laughs> you know? and, uh,
2: exactly. Hmm.
1: Wow.
0: Pastor Jody, would you mind praying for our listeners as sure. we close out? I wouldn't
2: mind at mm. all. it would be great. Awesome. Well, Father, today we thank mm. you for your presence in our life. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace. Thank you for being faithful. And uh, today, just everyone that's listening to this podcast or watching this podcast, I just ask you to invade their lives Let them feel your love and your presence in their lives. And as they touch people, as they speak to people, as they reach out and they interact with people around them, Father, let your love show forth. Let them be the salt and the light of the earth. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Wow.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say, if any of you are anywhere near Columbus, Mississippi, should uh, find your way.
0: Yeah, Life Church. Life
1: Church. Come see us. Come on, yes. get some life. Uh, All
0: right, yeah. we'll see you guys next time.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode, and for more information, visit SpiritSchoolOfMinistry dot com.